When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, people? Welcome to our brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. The gang is back. What's up? We got the Ween Dog. Yeah, dude. Uh, as well as Tyler Smith. Yo. Uh, thank you, guys. I want to thank Speedweed. Listen, marijuana is legal in California. It's legal, okay? Don't leave your house to get it, okay? Those dispensaries are a trap. You sit all day there. Uh, you go there. The, there's cops waiting. They go like, hey, try this one. Try that one. Then you got a DUI. It's terrible. But Speedweed has you covered, okay? They give me THC sex lube, which I'm telling you, if you have not tried it, sex is so, I don't have sex without it now. I even jerk off with it. That's how fucking, I use it as lotion to, really? to masturbate. Wow. And, uh, and it feels so much better. Like, vagina feels amazing as it is vagina, but on THC sex lube, I cannot recommend this enough. Even my wife, who's a pretty conservative lady, is mm-hmm. like, uh, man, we should use that sex lube. Like, she, she loves it. Really? Yes. I mean, so, it, Makes sense. Yeah, it totally but, makes sense. Like shit feels better when you're high. Dude. Yeah, yeah. It, but it's like, but it's just warmer in there. Uh, it's like the vagina's warmer. I last longer. It's like it, it's great. So THC sex lube, yeah. uh, joints, edibles, CBD. Uh, I'm giving stuff to Tyler right now as we speak. Okay, I don't know. These, Ooh, mints. Mints. I thought those were right. birth control pills. We got you covered. We got you covered, guys. Go to. Uh, go to speedweed.com, mention roasted for $10 off, $100 or more. Speedweed.com. Also, Sparks Cannabis. Mm. Thank you, Sparks Cannabis. Uh, so, it's going to be a great show. Um, we have a, a girl that came to my show. This girl is gorgeous, by the way. Uh, she came to my show. She's in the LFA. She's got a 4 and 4 record. But she's a lot better than four and four. Uh, it's because a lot of the fights she lost could have went her way. You know mm-hmm. that happens a lot. Like split decisions. Split decisions, Man. or uh, yeah. Her name is Caitlin. Uh, her nickname is Katniss. Caitlin Neal. Uh, she's got seventy-one thousand followers. Uh, Dang. Uh, that's how hot she is. Uh, I would recommend her. She's calling in in about <laughs> forty-five minutes. Um, yeah, she's a, she's a, she's a hottie. So this girl right here. We're gonna talk to her. Hello. Um, and. Nice. Uh, What's going on? Uh, first of all, yesterday I had an audition, right, um, mm. for a CBS show, and I was late. They, they said, give yourself 10, 15 minutes to park. I left like a half, I got there a half hour. I get to the lot, they're like, uh, yeah, you could try to find parking at CBS, but uh, if not, go to that place. So like, and they pointed, so now it's like cut to like 40 minutes later, I still can't find parking. Oh my God. And I had to park at like the Grove. Fuck. I'm in like two different, I keep going up and up and up, and I just, I can't find parking. Uh, I'm just like, oh my god! I finally got an audition, and and then I, you know what? I saw a guy who was uh, paraplegic in a wheelchair, and I just had this like feeling of like, you know, I bet he found parking. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> you know, but anyway, no, I, I, no, I was like, come on, I actually. 
I'm I'm a pretty lucky guy. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm a very very lucky guy. Yeah, I mean so. at least you're not that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah, of course. Dude, I just pulled my back this weekend, like threw my back out deadlifting, and that was my immediate like my immediate thought was like, dude, if I ever was paralyzed, I would be the just the worst. The yeah. worst. The worst. Yeah. The worst. It would the suck worst. so bad. The fucking so, good on you guys. Uh, I kill myself. So the last two weeks, I've been on a cruise ship. I was uh, I flew from L.A. to Miami to St. Thomas. I met the ship on set. It's the worst sometimes you go to, like when you meet it like on half the ship. Basically, they divide the comics. So like if it's like a week long cruise, they have two comics come in the middle, two comics meet, and then at the end. But it's great. It's the worst because you go to St. Thomas, you're there for ten minutes, and then you hit the boat, and then the boat leaves. <laughs> so it's like yeah, I didn't get to actually see St. And then I went back to Miami. Went to Miami, and the shows were good, but you know these kids shows. There's little kids there, yeah. uh, three, four, five, and I got. I was getting, and then like the parents left their kids up front. They're like ten feet behind them. Is this like a like a middle of the day show? No, it's an eight o'clock show. But it's one of those things where the parents were like laughing at the fact that the kids were just talking to me. I'd be like, "You ever blah blah? No, yes, blah blah." Finally, I just had like a meltdown. I'm like, "Listen, this show's brought to you by Planned Parenthood." Uh, Oh my god! (laughs) And I started looking at the kids because I was like. The kid's like, I get A's, I get B's, I get. They try to tell me what their grades, uh-huh. and then one kid's like, uh, I get, tw- I get twenties. I'm like, yeah, you got a twenty to leave the room so mom can be with dad. And like, I just started going off. It was sort of like the wedding singer when he just goes <laughs> yeah, off. He's like, some of us will never find love, and he's pointed to that person. Yeah, I just watched that. It's a fucking great movie. Oh, Adam Sandler. Oh uh, his movies are good now. The Netflix movies are a lot better than where he was doing for a while. Like those romantic. Comedies. Did you watch the new one? The with the Jennifer Aniston, the murder mystery. I saw the one with David Spade. It's pretty funny. It was. It was good. It was like almost like vintage Sandler. Yeah, um, almost. So yeah, so a little those, polished. So that was cool. Uh, and then I went right from the cruise ship to. Um, where was I? Naples to do shows in Naples, which was actually another older crowd. I'm like, it's hard doing comedy for The Walking Dead, <laughs> <laughs> but they were good. They were there was it was at a seafood restaurant called Off the Hook Comedy Club, and they serve lobster nice. and like all this, which was great. But of course, like this one girl, this girl that was like super hot was like oh you're so funny from from hungry and she's like at the end she's like so what are you doing later and i was like i got a wife and kid you know but, but you know like and she didn't say like do you want to like right, right she right. said do you want to go out to the bar with me and the friends and so i was like i can't be going then the next yeah. day she comes back to get a picture with me like when does that ever happen know, and then dude. and then she's wearing like her tits are like fucking you know triple g's or something and she's wearing this tight <laughs> shirt and like when I take the picture, my hand is like in the air. Like I don't even put my arm around her, like covering like anywhere near. You don't have her hands. Like, cover hands. Yeah, that's it's too close for comfort. Not even know. close. Like, like my hair's like my hands like going off. Yeah, you know, you're already treading. Wavering. You're already treading water as it is. And <laughs> you know, I, a lot of comics cheat on their wives. I would say most of the married comics that I know do cheat on their wives. Um, and uh, not to stitch him out, but it's just the right, fact. Right, right. Like I don't, I, 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 love my wife, and also I just couldn't live with that guilt. Like I, I'm not good at that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I, I beat myself up enough as it is, and then I'll think everything goes wrong, and it's because of me. And then I gotta live a lie. It I is. I just don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I, like I'm not judging those who, who do, do cheat. It's, it's it, your it, Jew conscience, dude. It's your. Thing. I have it too. It's your. Thing. <laughs> me too, dude. <laughs> it just eats you. It eats you alive until you fucking it crack eats, and eats you break and you're a broken man. And now having a daughter too, I want to. <laughs> Like I don't want to cheat on my my, my little yeah. baby's mom, you know. Yeah. So the thing is, though, this girl she was laying it on kind of thick, I think. But a part of me also thinks that women like married men. A lot of them do because number one, I think they like the chase. 
of it. And they also think if a guy is willing to like cheat on his yeah. wife and his mm-hmm. kid, it makes that them them much more hotter. Yeah. So it's about them. it's like gay dudes trying to convert straight guys. You know, it's the same is same that, principle. You same know? principle. Yeah. Where right? they're like, I'm gonna make this dude gay. Same thing. Yeah. Women are like, I'm gonna get this guy to cheat on his wife for me. Because I'm so fucking hot. And maybe like, they've once been cheated on. And like, uh, and I'm not saying this girl was doing that. I just think that there is a certain... I, I knew, I knew a, there's a certain... Like Nikki Glaser back in the day uh, did a t- one of a show with me. And she was like... She, she like went for married men. You know, I just... That I was just, like her game? I just think that some girls are into that. And I... But I think it's more about them than you. I don't, I don't oh, think Oh, for sure. I don't think it's for me. For sure. I think it's, I think it's them. It's like I mean, a game, dude. It's like yeah, a game. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's like, think about how guys go after women. It's like, the best part of like, going for a girl is that initial, like the chase, and then like, oh, I got it. And once you get it, you're like, all right, cool. yeah, totally. I have this, this is cool, but like, I want to go chase that one now. It's like you're you're well, a fucking animal. Dude. Chris Rock like, had a joke about how like somewhere some guy's like, man, I gotta go home and fuck Tyra Banks tonight. Yeah, uh, like, <laughs> yeah exactly. He, he actually never did that on on special. Someone do it live. I thought that was a, a great bit. It's brilliant it, because it doesn't like you know at some point in your life you'll realize like okay, there's always gonna be something else. I'm always gonna like some part of my brain's always gonna want something else, and you just like tell yourself like no. Like, yourself, I made no. the choice. I made the choice. Yeah, I'm committed to that. this person. Like that's it. You gotta have that. By the way, but I think the TRT is not helping. Like I'm feeling a oh, lot better no, on TRT. Dude. I gained about five pounds. They nice. said that you will gain about five pounds, but it will come off. Um, interesting. Interesting, because I was like water weight, maybe. I don't know, but I don't. I don't like it. But I feel like I look better. Mm-hmm. I feel like I you look, look better, great, man. But I. But I also feel like. But I don't like. <laughs> But I'm like, what the fuck? Why am I five pounds heavier? Because in my mind, as a wrestler, yeah. I'm always like, oh, I'd be in a upper weight class. Now I get my ass kicked by those guys. But I'm like, first of all, I'm not in a weight class. I'm not wrestling. But for some reason, yeah, I still think that lighter, I would yeah. succeed in a fight that I'm not even in. Like, yeah. I'm not. What the fuck? You have to t- start thinking like flip to real world scenarios where like, okay, there are no weight classes, and some giant dude could kick my ass. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do I know, about it. Like, like, I'm not gonna beat you up at a bar. All my technique is not gonna save my my ass when a 300 pound guy is yeah. trying to fucking punch my face. You have to bar. You have to make weight at a bar before you fight somebody. Like, <laughs> That'd be bar, awesome. Bar fights, but like I want to fuck you up, but I'm six pounds over. And then you have some guy like on a fucking treadmill or something. <laughs> By the way, people don't realize that like you know when I when I was cutting. First of all, there's no excuse for missing weight. Like Roxanne, those Roxanne Modafari's, uh tweeted out the other day. That she lost four fights in her career, and three of which were girls who missed weight. Yeah. And you know Jennifer Maya did look bigger or stronger than Roxanne. Did she miss weight? Yeah, she oh, missed about three pounds. But still, three pounds is a lot. It's a lot. Well, when you're talking about cutting weight, like. You think about three pounds isn't that much, but when it's a cut, that means she couldn't cut anymore. So that means she's yeah, twenty five pounds heavier instead of fifteen pounds heavier. You know, like yeah. and, and the thing is, is that when I wrestled, uh, there was you know I was losing weights the worst fucking kind. I mean, talking about I was wearing two rubber suits at night. I was Whoa. I would jog with two rubber suits on. I would sleep with the windows open, so I would shiver off weight, which didn't even work. I would spit in a cup all day long. All day, you know, and then I would even sleep with eight layers on to sweat out weight. Oh my Jeez. god. Uh, and I used to take off the rubber suit and I was able to wring it out. I mean like puddles. Oh yeah. And you know, eventually my year, two kids died. My year, oh not my gosh, in my man. not in my league, but in the I think one from Michigan, whatever. State, yeah, because they were jump roping in the shower with rubber suits on, and another kid put I think took the took, took the bike in the shower, 
and with in the, the rubber shower and the yeah, sauna in the shower but they would the, oh like the steam, steam yeah yeah Fuck. they made it like a impromptu steam room and they both passed out and i definitely would have done that i didn't even know that was oh awesome. yeah I, yeah. Like if somebody would have said, hey, man, you know how you could lose four pounds? And I 100% would have done that. Um, and then they changed the rules now where you have to be a certain uh, body percentage, which people are still cheating it, but it's yeah. not as much. You can't be like within like 2% body fat or 3%. Right. Speaking of which, Bubba Jenkins is fighting tonight. Uh, nice. in, really? In, in Brave. Brave FC. Awesome. Yeah, and Brian Caraway is fighting this weekend in uh, FC, some kind of... Uh, we'll, we'll talk about these fights, but did you guys, how are you doing? What's up with you? Seattle's fighting championship. I'm doing pretty good, dude. Got the new podcast dropping out, uh, dropping. It's called Creepy Town. It'll be coming out in a few days. Uh, other than that, pretty good, dude. Love life's good. No, uh, I mean, we're having a lot of sex uh, while my girlfriend's on her period, but you know what? Um, I can't do it, dude. You can't? I can't really? do it. Can't do it. You just have to turn the lights off. Can't do it. Well, just don't, I mean, don't turn them back on. I don't like well, fucking with the lights off, though. I've definitely had sex with girls on their period, but it's usually towards the end yeah. or the beginning, and we didn't know. Yeah. So it was on my dick, and it's like... When it gets a, a little chunky, it's just like the little like brown turds all over it. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Instead of like a bloodbath. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's prime real estate for coming inside your girlfriend, dude, because she can't get pregnant. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Really? I, I mean... I, the chances of getting pregnant on your period are significantly lower, so you know I like those odds. But you know, yeah, because the blood pushes out the. Yeah, semen. exactly. Yeah. It's not going to go up in there. It's pro science, uh, but it's accurate. Yeah, and her eggs are uh, recycling. She's getting new eggs, so you got to catch her in that <laughs> that time when there's no eggs in her body that can take the. They're sperm. always in her body. <laughs> so are you coming in her now? Oh yeah, all the time, dude. Does she know that I'm coming in her? I mean, you know, it's up. It's yes, up for absolutely, she does. What's going to happen when she gets pregnant? You know, it's getting an abortion. No big deal. It is a big deal. It's no big deal for you, maybe. I mean, she's against abortions, so I'll have to try to so do it. So it's a huge fucking deal, dude. Come on. What are you talking about? I have to find a way <laughs> to have do her. Do you really have a girlfriend? Is this like, <laughs> dude, all, like It's all made up. It's yeah. been made up for the last year. It's like, oh, yeah, we're so photoshopping fucking pictures like on Instagram. like he's like a spy or something, and like, <laughs> and like something's going to happen, or he's like a scientist from, or you're an alien that yeah. was brought to this planet. Yeah. Okay, so you are coming in your girlfriend. I mean... I don't like to, but sometimes you just got to do it. Just no, you don't you know, have to do it. Just because it's like I have like these fetishes in my head that I got to get out. It's like, you know, serial killers that can't keep it in no more, so they got to kill somebody. Are you comparing yourself to a serial killer now? I mean, He's just, worse. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> serial killers pull out. He's a serial comer. Yeah. They just get to the point where they have to, you know, stab somebody. I get to the point where, you know, I just got to come in someone. But why? What, what do you like about that's coming? That's fair. I you mean, like, saying? if that's the fair. worst, if that's the worst you're doing, dude, at least you have a girlfriend, like, I yeah. Mean, no, listen, Joe, what are you, 22? 23. 23, listen, you don't have, make enough money to have a kid. Yeah, that's true. Okay? Yeah. You're not... <laughs> None of us You still do. haven't graduated college. No, not yet. Okay, and a kid right now, you, you still live at home with your parents. Yeah. I mean, my okay. dad. And she lives at home with her parents. Yeah. No. Yeah. You gotta. You do I mean, not, I'm not get her pregnant. Do not get her pregnant. It's not no, fair I'm to, not to bring her. a baby into this situation. I know right it's not. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. meanwhile, the baby will probably be like the Nobel Peace. Those don't usually the ones. Yeah, that exactly. Like, cure cancer, but yep. still, okay. Come on. Yeah. Man. I mean, like, no, I there agree. is the argument: if you want your kid to succeed, you bring him into just a completely fucked up situation, like yeah. make them persevere through it, because all the winners, all the winners come from shit, or they become a you know heroin addict and end up in the gutter. Yeah. But that's the gamble you have to take if you want successful kids. Anyway. Uh, Speaking right. of heroin addict, have you guys seen Los Angeles lately, dude? With Jeez, all the homeless dude. people? Yeah. Yes. There's like a big rat outbreak now and then a big virus. I forgot what it's called. The bubonic plague? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. What? There's typhus. Yeah. There's typhus. a huge outbreak of typhus What's right typhus? now. Typhoid fever. 
It's like, yeah. Wasn't that a comedian? So, Christopher Typhus. Christopher Typhus. Um, so there's a typhus outbreak in the homeless community, which is about fifty three thousand large in Los Angeles. Um, but they're sit there. They're expecting an outbreak of the bubonic plague, which is the Black Plague, which killed like millions of people in the black? 1400s. Yeah, dude, what the fuck? I'm triggered. Black Plague, dude. Man. Um, so that's fun. My girlfriend's really tripping out about it because I work downtown with oh, a bunch of homeless oh. people, like right, like right next to yeah, Skid you're Row. Not around, you're not around. Well, we, I mean, like, when, that's most of our engagement, like with with the public is. Homeless people sitting on our fucking mm. building What's or taking a piss shit or taking seen? a shit. I saw a dude like just drop trow and take a shit. I saw that too uh, the other day on camera. See, I get to look at everything on camera, oh. so it's pretty awesome. Um, I saw. It's <laughs> not someone eat, like run straight into a wall riding a fucking bird. That was hilarious. Riding a bird. Oh, like the little scooter yeah. just slammed into a That's wall. Joe's face fetish, first. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Nothing, nothing super crazy yet, though. How are you doing? What's wow. going on with you, Tyler? Um, not much. I threw my back out last week, which was fun. So I was in bed all week long, just watching fights and Netflix. Well, how'd you throw your back um, out, dude? I was doing deadlifts, which I haven't done in years, and like my, I've been having all sorts of issues, like with my hips and my back, and like everything's crooked and I'm not aligned. And I was finally feeling good, like mm. best I've felt in years. Fucking. Put 185 pounds on the bar. I warmed up 135, couple sets, a set of 185, and then like the third rep in on that second set, and my back just let me down. Just wow. gave up on me. Yeah, <laughs> I heard deadlifting fell over. Her deadlifting like, is like the worst thing to do for your back. Strangely, you know, it can't. Yeah, if you don't like, you have to just keep your core like completely tight, mm -hmm. and as long as you do that and push with your legs, you're fine. But the moment you like relax a little oh bit, all that weight goes into your back, and it's just like game over. Oh no! So it took me uh, about 20 minutes to crawl to my room from the garage. Really? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and then, uh, but I'm feeling good now. I'm feeling good now. I cracked it a couple times. I'll probably go see a Cairo. And uh, no jujitsu for got, a little while, but you know, whatever. My wife That's and I fine. got into a fight because it was uh, our kid's first birthday party's coming up, and she's like, "All right, I need a five thousand dollar budget." And I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, "What?" She's like, "There has to be a theme. Like, it'll be poverty. Like, what? What are you? Are you nuts?" She's like, "I want to have a petting zoo." I'm like, first of all, we shouldn't have Joe near the fucking petting zoo." Yeah, uh, no, I, no, I, definitely not. I, I go. I go. Second of all. We, we have four or three cats and a dog. We have a fucking petting zoo. You know what? We don't need... Uh, we'll just paint Miles fucking yeah. black stripes. She's like, no. And then her mom agrees with her. Uh, I'm like, no, we don't need that. I don't have Dude, that kind of money. Dude, any more than like... Okay, this is just me. Any more than $300 for a one-year-old's birthday party. Like that covers food and drinks for people and like... They can bring get well, some decor, some fucking streamers day, or something. She wanted to com combine it, but still, and the whole thing is like, I'm like, look, I'm not cheap. Like, I'll pay for us to go to Europe next year. You know, like, like we'll do it. Right. We'll, we'll we'll go out. We'll go. The whole family will go to France. You know, but I'm not doing. But that's a whole week or two weeks. That's memories for life. Yeah. I'm not doing it for three hours. She's like, well, I end up stuck all, all doing all the stuff. I'm like, well, don't. I'm like, so it was a whole fight. So we compromised like 1,200, and that's like a compromise. She's one of these beach balls with the baby's names on them. Oh, wow. And I'm like, no one wants these beach She's going to go to the beach. Like, she's like, well, we'll put, put them in the pool. Like, Has she ever been to the beach? Yeah. Have you like, taken her to the beach she yet? She wants 50 beach balls for the guests with Violet's birthday in them. <laughs> she's like, it's really important to me. I'm like, well, you know what's important to me? Food. But like, what about like, okay, like, 
suggest something that's actually useful, like a mug or like, you know, or like, like college a college for the kids. Some, yeah, exactly. Like, like, how about you give us $100 so we can send Violet to go? Yeah. It's fucking, it's I don't think you should be doing anything like that for a kid until they can, they're going to be able to remember it when they're older. 1,000%, Joe. You know, because I remember my, yeah, exactly. my family taking me on like big trips to like Florida, Disney World when I was super young. I don't remember any of that. They spent no. like $15,000 on it. She wouldn't even know what petting zoo. She doesn't, between like a stuffed animal or. It's probably going to scare the shit out of her. Yeah. My mom got a Bart Simpson for me when I was like five for my birthday party, like a giant Bart Simpson, scared the shit out of me. Dude, I like, that, scarred me for fucking. I had life. that baby I shark come out of my room. That I put aspirin in, <laughs> and I like put it on, and my baby started ah! yeah. like she was screaming and yelling. By the way, first of all, that fight, like I was like almost crying that night. Like I couldn't sleep when aspirin got knocked out in five yeah. seconds. Really? Oh, I felt so terrible. I felt like because I was. Number one championing, he's a friend of mine. Yeah. He hooked me up with Rockfin, and he's a buddy of mine. And, I've always, and I was championing to get him in the UFC. And, Forever. And I was, I was nervous because of the way he looked against, uh, against Jordan Burroughs, number one, because I know that everyone's like Jordan Burroughs, but like a prime Askren wrestling, that's a, that's a good match. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about Jordan. I mean, Bubba Jenkins beat Jordan Burroughs in, in college. Bubba's a great wrestler, but I'm saying Askren. So there, there's that. And then the fact that like, just the way it happened and him lying there and then the way Masvidal acted afterwards, it was just terrible. I couldn't sleep. My yeah. wife's yelling at me like, we were in Vegas and she's like, what's the matter? I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, and I had to, I had to do that. that I'm group, fucking depressed, okay. I had to do that group text chat while that was going on. Oh, man. It was, uh, it was but also... So you have to like be writing jokes about it. <laughs> but also I felt bad because uh, we... The baby shark video, we put our, our kids in there. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy's the best. They're probably like, what's the guy got knocked out in five seconds? I'm like, our wrestlers probably yeah. think like those three kids were not his kids. Those are the kids that I coach. Anyway, let's talk about some fights. Uh, tonight, by the way, PFL is tonight. Uh, Chris Wade is fighting. Chris Wade. Good wrestler, good guy. But now he wants to be a karate guy. Uh, he wants to be exciting now. I think that's a kiss of death. Isn't that what most wrestlers do that come into like MMA? They're like, all right, I'm a professional wrestler, but I'm going to focus on striking, you know? I don't understand it. By the way, they're saying that Askren might fight Maya next. Oh. Who do we like in that fight? Oh. Damien Maya. Really? I'm sorry. I love you, Ben Askren, but I do. I've said it before. Like, I can't, you can't go against Damian Maia. I can't go against Damian Maia. But don't you think that maybe, well, here's the problem with that fight. It seems like the blueprint has been made to beat Damian Maya and guys like Colby Covington and Woodley did it. Yeah. Those are very super athletic guys with the so here's the difference is they have the they get the hips, engage the hips so they don't get taken down and then they follow it with hands and feet, which Ben Askren's not gonna do. It's just gonna be a grappling match. Like it's gonna be a straight up grappling match. That'd be fun though. Will it be fun if he gets taken down and choked out and like a minute and a half. See, that's. I don't think that's going to happen. This is the difference. Like, I think we're going to have to see a different Damian Maya for this. It's not going to be a Damian Maya taking him down and taking his back. It's going to be Damian Maya working from the guard, is what I see. I agree. Because Ben Askren's going to take him down. Because Ben Askren doesn't give a shit about his guard. Yeah, he you was. Know? No, I don't really? think he will. Yeah, I don't think he will. At that level? I yeah. mean, Ben Askren's a black belt, right? Yeah. But exactly. A Wisconsin black belt, right? Well, I mean, it's a Wisconsin black belt, but he's still, like, he's, not, <laughs> he's not a Damian Maya. He's not a Damian Maya black belt, but still, like, it's a different game. Like, you cannot be a black belt and still make it in MMA. 
because of the punching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you just have to know when those when those moments are, and a black belt will know that. I don't mean, Ben Askren will know that. Duke Rufus will like reassess all of it. Um, and I was concerned about Askren before the fight because I'm like, he was texting me like an hour before about the Baby Shark video, and I was like, bro, like you know, like, you like, have a fight now. I was like, you know what, we get a ton of hits, like you fucking, you know, submitting Masvidal in yeah. 12 seconds, you know. Um, but I, I talked to Woodley and them about that, and they said that he's always been like that. Like in college, he was like his his. They'd be like, yo, you, you have a match in 12 seconds against the state champ, oh, and, and you go and pin the guy in 12 seconds. Uh, they said in Bellator. Before his fight, he, his buddy was there, and he's like, I bet I can cradle you in 30 seconds. They're like, no, you can't. So he, he held up the fight. Because he was in the back Held up his walkout yeah, because he was fucking he sparring. Yeah, cradle his friend. That's hilarious. Do you think that's a way for him uh, to deal with his nerves before like, fights? Because I know like, even Probably. in comedy, people, like comedians will do that before they go on oh, stage. Oh, yeah, you just... Try, they distract their mind. Completely with, like, disassociate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. I mean, I know that my sets are usually better when I'm not thinking about them. Um, but... So yeah, so do we like? I, I hope As- I think Askren can beat Damian Maya. I just he's got to learn how to jab and stay away and mm-hmm. kick. I mean, he, I'm sure he knows that, but he really has to do it in this fight, you know, because it does, does Maya's jujitsu cancel out wrestling, and then, then it does become a striking contest. And in which case, is Maya have the better striker? I think he may, and he's a little longer. Um, so yeah, it could just become a jab contest or and a one-two contest, but. Right. I don't think it'll be that. I think it'll be a pure, like, just ground fest. Or, saying, or a lot of pushing up against the cage and booze. They're also saying Rampage is, uh, <laughs> Rampage is fighting Fedor and Ryzen. Jesus. That's dope. Is it dope? Yeah, dude. Hey. Is it dope like in 94? Yeah, in, yeah in exactly. 2019? I mean, they're both old dudes. Um, I think Rampage wins this. I think judging from the last couple Fedor uh, performances, I would take... I would take Rampage. He just hasn't looked the same. Even the ones that he's won, he hasn't looked the Ooh, same. Fedor? Yeah. Against Chael? And yeah, Chael he just like hasn't a, looked like... A non-airy role? Or I, don't think, I don't think Rampage makes that mistake. You know, like, if Rampage is on top of you, he's just slamming down fucking fists. Like, he's not going to try to finesse anything. He's just <laughs> uh, Lance Palmer's fighting tonight against nice. Luis Rafael Laurentino, who's 34-1. and one. They, You know, the thing about PFL, they get these guys from Brazil and Dagestan that you've never heard of. But they're thirty-four and one. Yeah, and these guys are killers. And they're killers. And the thing about, you know, Lance Palmer, he was telling me that a lot of these guys in the UFC, they um, because of the whole point system—six points for a first-round finish, five—they all go out for that first-round finish. Yeah, and they leave themselves open to get knocked out. Yeah, quickly. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. So, um, also, Jeremy Kennedy uh, is a guy who got knocked out quickly. Uh, who's a good fighter against Steven Seiler. I don't know Steven Seiler. He's like this super tall, lengthy. He like he's hard to fight, uh, but he's fighting. And my, my boy Andre Harrison, uh, we love him. Dre the Bull is fighting Mavlid Kayabulayev, who's fourteen and zero. Oh no! From Dagestan. Mm. Uh, what is Harrison? Is he a Harris is twenty one and one. His only loss is to Lance Palmer. He was like a took second in state of New York wrestling guy. Awesome. He was like eighteen and zero. I kept trying to get. Uh, them to sign him, but he was like 18 and 0 with 17 decisions. It'll be interesting. I've always like watching like American wrestling versus the the, the Dagestanis. Like yeah. that's that. I just want to see. I like no matter what happens with Ben Askren, I would love to see him in Khabib. Well, just because like just that those styles like 
That's a fun fight. Well, now they're saying that GSP might not be a fun GSP fight. It might be a fun up. for grapplers. GSP <laughs> might come back to fight Khabib. Same thing. Who wins that fight? I, th- I think GSP does just because he's a little more polished. Like, like a, he's a little more, more polished. Yeah. A little more well-rounded, yes, but like in the later days of GSP, like back when he was, when he was the champ before his comeback, you knew exactly what was going to happen. He's going to jab you. He's going to Superman jab you. He's going to throw a head kick. And then he's going to take you down. And it's, per- and it's perfect every time. Yeah. Like he just did. Yeah, he got hit. Yeah, maybe he got taken down, but it gets right back up. And it's like he just fucking wins the fight. Khabib, he's the guy that has the insane strength and power and whatever. And perfect, like perfect European wrestling technique. So... I don't know, but is man. That fight at I 170 think also, I think right? he's, he's it not, is at one seventy. Well, he's not making fifty five GSP. No way. So, well, he said he would. He could try, but I don't. After he went up to one eighty five, so I, is Khabib's strength going to hold at one seventy? Yeah, yeah, but it does because I think? mean DC talks about him being the strongest person he's ever wrestled. So really, yeah. I'll tell you what I think. God damn it! I think <laughs> the, I think the UFC should open up the one sixty five pound division, and they're going to have. Khabib versus GSP for the title, the 165. You can't do that though, because then you got to get rid of the 170. You're going to make that 75. I agree that it's stupid to go 55, 55, 80, 205. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, Yeah, it's ridiculous. But at the same time, what do you do with the 170 people then? Then they're going to be like complaining. No, they'll go down to. This is the thing with 170. All those guys can make either 65 or 75. So, like. There's the guys that struggle to make 70 that would just bump up to 75, and then the guys that should be at 65 that fight 70 because there is no 65. There's no real, like, 170-pound, like, body, you know? Like, most of those guys, they're either cutting too much or cutting too little. Most of them. Right. Because of how it's structured, like, all the way up, like, through wrestling and stuff, that's why. It's not like those people don't exist, but they've been living their whole life making like 163 or like 167. It's never 170, you know? High like school wrestling never, was the dumbest. Like, it was 103, 112, 119, yeah. 125, 30, 35, 40, 45, 52, 60, 71, 89. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like 60 and 71, you know? Like, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah, and then to 89. Like, who did this? But it was it was strange. Was it like converted from kilograms or something? <laughs> I don't know. Probably what, no, it was high school. I don't know what they did. It was a bunch of dumb guys. Wrestling is like it, it was converted from whatever the fucking Roman numerals. Wrestling is the, <laughs> wow. obviously I think the greatest sport in the world. But I've met some of the dumbest coaches I've ever met in my life, and the most stubborn. You got you got, being a wrestler, you got to be stubborn as fuck. You got to oh, yeah. be stubborn. Yeah. That's why sometimes with jujitsu, I was having a hard time because. It's always you like you have to flow. It's always sometimes. like never tap, never yeah. tap. Wrestling is never go to your back, never go to your back, never go to your back. Yeah, you're always, and then if you're stuck on your back, get the fuck off your back. Yeah, where jujitsu, it's like, all right, you got me, tap. If you're not on top, go to your back. Right, <laughs> and no, but, the, but the whole tapping element, like yeah. the never wrestlers, just never tap, yeah. never concede. Right, jujitsu, it's like, all right, you got me. What did you do? How can I get better? And it's yeah. just that you have to figure out how to do that mindset. Because of that, you also got a lot of coaches that just are the most stubborn fucking people uh, I've ever met in my life. And 
for example, I like this is the wrestlers only uh, uh, group on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I posted like me interviewing Daniel Cormier or something on it. And some some guys like I'm a moderator for the thing, and while I think you're really funny, this is not appropriate for high school. I'm like fuck, like yeah. All right, dude, I, I get it. Okay, yeah. all right, man, you Have got fun. you. You know, and that's the same guy. I it absolutely is appropriate, a, by the way. Everything's appropriate. Uh, yeah, for high school kids now who are listening to. Uh, you know the crazy. Our middle rap. schoolers talk about shit that like I just found out about. Right. Like <laughs> at thirty, like oh shit. Yeah, oh, you yeah can words do that? are not appropriate. <laughs> words aren't appropriate. Yeah. But meanwhile, that's the same guy that I guarantee voted against the um like the wrestling singlet change. Like these, right. I mean, forever you got these kids, these high school kids, and these revealing fucking. Uniforms. Literally like dicks flopping around. Yeah. yeah. Like you see, you're not allowed to wear a cup. You can like, see how <laughs> fucking big Are you serious? Yeah. You can pretty much see every outline of their fucking of their cock. Yeah. Uh, not that you're looking for that, but you can. And kids are like, I don't want to do this fucking sport. Why yeah, would exactly. it already looks very hom- very homosexual as it is. Now you gotta see how big my schlong is when I'm Or how got, little mine uh, is. Or, how, right. <laughs> So right away, when it came up to me, I'm like, no, 100% we're getting shorts. But yeah. some wrestling coaches are still like, no, I had to wear it. Yeah. And See, but that, that's like a different thing. Like, it, it the, I character. have to wear it so you do is like, a di- that's just like hazing. And it builds you character. Know? Yeah, it does. A lot of things build character. Going to prison builds character. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't mean that we send the kids to prison. Uh. Like, what are we talking about? It's, anyway, listen, people. Support for MMA Roasted comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Be professional. I, I once tried shaving my, 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 my balls by myself. I cut them. It looked like I had fucking herpes, a rash. It, was, it, it hurt. I was wearing some kind of underwear, and I, I finally got lucky, and the girl was like, That's, I'm not going near that thing, okay? <laughs> and then sometimes you try to trim yourself, and you end up looking like Edward Scissorhands, and just, it's like mess down there. It's terrible, okay? It's not good. You got to check out The Professionals, which is Manscaped, all right? Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Yeah, their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skincare technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. All right. Dude, that is how cool lifesaver. Yeah, manscaping accidents are a thing of the past, and don't use the same trimmer as on your face. Like, how do you want your balls smell? Your face smelling like your balls? Your no, balls that's why I like, use my roommate's trimmer. Oh, there, there you go. Yeah. But there are some people like they your balls are sweating all day. They're, they're who knows what's going on down there, and then you're putting it on your face. Yeah. Come on, people smell like ball sack. It's not good. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And you get 20% off and free shipping with the code MMAROASTED at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you, okay? My balls gave me a personalized thank you card recently. I'm like, how did you guys even write? All right, so. <laughs> That's sweet. You get 20% off and free shipping with the code MMAROASTED at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code MMA Roasted. Check them out, okay? Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels, okay? Support MMA Roasted. It comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below the belt grooming. Number one. We want number one. So uh, on Friday night in the LFA, my man Burchak's fighting. Nice. Uh, happy for him. Love that guy, Anthony Burchak. Shout out to him. And then the UFC this week Holloway versus Edgar. Woo! Uh, man, I really want Frankie to win. 
Me too, because he's I, such a big underdog, and I bet on him. What's the what's nice. the, what's the odds? <sighs> well, it's like I'm pretty significant. Like plus three seventy five, something or like something. that. I yeah. know Cyborg is a minus seven hundred favorite in her fight against Felicia Spencer. Yeah, it's like that that two fight parlay. If both underdogs win, you're gonna be a freaking billionaire, dude. Well, you're gonna be a billionaire, but how did you win last week? I saw you bet. I time. won last. Wait, um, not the Dos Anjos card. Yeah, I I lost miserably on that. On my picks, almost every single one of my picks lost. But the uh, fight card before that, who was that? Um, with Ben Askren, that card, yeah. I won about like twenty bucks. I'd rather lose. <laughs> I'd rather lose every card than win everyone but one. Because oh, dude, that's the worst. If you're gonna lose, the lose fucking all of them. worst. I no. I've I've bet like a seven fight parlay and I've lost like fight number four and then I'm rooting against my picks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because you fuck you too, man. Because I don't want because then it's like you don't I, want the the pain. I don't want the pain though because I because I second guess every one of my picks and that's the one I should have done anyway. Yeah. Uh, Felicia Spencer. So I hope Frankie wins. I like Holloway. I just feel like Frankie's a guy. First of all, Frankie's one of those dudes with me at least that. Doesn't matter how famous this guy gets, he always makes time to do a podcast. Yeah, he's, he always he comes to my show. He invites me over for dinner with his family. Like, oh, that's he's awesome. A, he's, a, he's a role model. He's yeah. a kid he's wrestling a coach, and, and Holloway probably is all those things too. But um, I don't know. It'd be nice to see uh, Frankie get the win. I always get kind of sad when Max fights because when you like watch him in interviews, you can kind of tell that he's taking quite a bit of punches in his life. You think so? so I just, or he's, just, he's just Hawaiian. No, I think so. Like, even, like remember when he? I think like, it's a mix. <laughs> Do you guys agree? Like, even when he was fighting, he was going to fight Khabib, and, like, he had that nasty weight cut, and he oh, was yeah, like, a concussion dude. or whatever it was. It's like, I get kind of worried for that dude, because just the way he fights, he takes a lot of shots. Yeah, he does take a lot of shots. So I get nervous for him. I am always take that into consideration when he starts to, or when he has a fight coming up, because I'm like, how is he going to look this time? Is he going to be slower? Is he going to have a slower reaction, whatever it is? But Frankie looks like he's 100% sharp. He's 100% there, even though he's, what, 50 years old? You know? I mean, a lot of it is also, if Frankie doesn't get clipped, caught you yeah. know I, I he has a great chin but he's you know max has that but frankie seems like when he has lost those fights that he's lost it's from one punch rocking him mm-hmm. it's and holloway yeah. is like a guy that peppers you yeah right you know he just consistently right. fucking beats you up but he doesn't really i'm not saying he doesn't have the one point knocked out but it's seems like the fights he wins he just consistently beats the shit out of you mm-hmm. and that was against aldo that was against uh um ortega you know, and Poirier looked amazing against Holloway. Yeah. See, Poirier, see, this is the thing. Like, Poirier does the same thing that Holloway does with power. Yeah, with power. With power. I think he also has his number for some So, reason. like, Max just, Max, like, like, he does all the right things. He just doesn't put that, that's what, what allows him to go into the fifth round and still keep the same pace. It's because he's hitting it, like, 60% probably. Like, he could put you out. If he threw everything into it, who Poirier, oh, Holloway? Holloway, yeah, like he could throw power if he needed to, yeah. which he we've seen in the past. Like, like the perfect example is the is the uh, Lamas when he like pointed in the center last ten seconds. He was sw- like, if he had connected with those, yeah, really connected, like clean shots. Fuck, he would have put him out. Holloway is also one of those guys that people knew he was going to be great from the get go. Mm-hmm. Even his first loss, which was to Poirier. People were like, watch out for that guy. Yeah. Um, now, Felicia Spencer, I don't know much about her. I know that she ran through Megan Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan looked terrible in that fight. Yeah. That was the worst she's looked. Yeah, she came out and blitzed. Like, she cyborged her, but with grappling. You but, know, like, just came out, fucking blitzed, took her down, and just went hard, like, went hard and fast. Mm-hmm. I just, 
If I have to be honest, I don't think that she's going to be ready for Cyborg. Dude, nobody's <laughs> ever ready for Cyborg unless your name's Amanda Nunes. So. And even then, if they fought 100 times, I would say that Cyborg wins most of those times. You think? Against Nunez. I don't know, man. Nunez is a I, fucking murderer. I, I know. <laughs> You're right. I she is think- the new Cyborg. I think she's just she's younger, she's faster, she's just as strong. Like nobody will be stronger than Cyborg, I don't think. But Amanda Nunez is pretty damn close. Yeah. Imagine Amanda Nunez on the steroids that Cyborg right? took. You know? Right? Yeah. She'd be freaking Godzilla. She'd be RDA. Uh <laughs> literally. <laughs> Meanwhile, speaking of steroids, John Jones. So <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened. John, it was so John. allegedly Dude. he went to a strip club in Albuquerque, which is like I mean that can't be good. Uh, a strip club. I mean, I guess it's good if... You, I, I heard that strip club is, is not very... It's not Vegas, the Rhino. Yeah, I'm sure it's not. I mean... I'm positive it's not. So he's there. <laughs> Isn't he married with kids? Oh, yeah. Or And then supposedly he took the waitress's uh, head, put it in his crotch, then choked her. Yeah. And I then, heard he gave her a, a good old Trump, too. Like, just fucking... Did the old grabber by the pussy? Every really? time I yeah. hear this story, something new gets added. It's like to the story, some, dude. somebody said he slapped, slapped her, slapped her pussy. That was like in the article. I like, I mean, I've heard this breakdown <laughs> of what happened like at least ten times. But each time I hear it, something new is added. He hit, like, it, with, yeah. he hit her with a spinning elbow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then, he like, <laughs> then he fucking took her down and did a line off her ass, dude. Line, then, he with, <laughs> then he hit her with like the uh, that like that atomic uh, leg drop that Hulk Hogan hits people while she was. <laughs> Down there, like off the rope. Toss her off the top rope. There were yeah. somehow ropes there. Um, yeah, I Holes. mean, a whole, I don't know. What is he doing? Like, this guy could get any chick. He, Dude, the master of self sabotage, John Jones. Like, why? The master. But the play fucking devil's master. advocate for John Jones, there is no proof that any of this happened. This is all just yeah. from a stripper, you know what I'm saying? Or a waitress, whatever she was, you know? Is it a, a his word versus hers? There was no witnesses. There was nobody else with him. There was nobody else at the strip well, club. The, well, that might have happened in yeah. Albuquerque. It might not have been any yeah. <laughs> just, just two of them. <laughs> Eating wings and slapping And also, asses, this happened, dude. apparently, allegedly, four months ago. So why is it just barely coming out now? Yeah. You know? I went to a club in Alaska. Literally, we walked in there, and there was like a guy with a radio. And then when we walked in there, we thought it was clothes. They put the lights on. Like, well, we got someone here. And then they just start, some chick came out of like the back and like started. Stri- no it was, way. Yeah, it was crazy. Whoa. But yeah, John Jones. Um, dude, I was at a strip club one time. It was one of the funniest things. I think I was in New York. And the girl uh, came down, like did like one of those pole tricks. And had like some kind of cheap shoes. So she landed on the ground and her heel came off the shoe and just fucking hit some girl on the chest with it who was sitting there with her boyfriend, like boom. And like almost like what it like knocked her teeth out if it would have went higher. Wow. It was, it was crazy. It was That's crazy. Pretty funny. Oh, I was I was dying laughing. So John Jones, what are you doing? I mean, what I mean, but the thing about John Jones is he walks around like he owns the planet. Mm-hmm. Like he does not take rejection well. And you could almost, because based on his past actions, see this happening. Mm-hmm. But except for the choking part. I don't think he's choking a waitress. Why is he choking? Yeah. I, I mean. Unless she asks for it or something. Like, why, put me, why put would me she, in a chokehold. You know, I can see a stripper doing that. I can definitely see that. And then him just like, all right, fuck, you want he's me to fucking like, choke you? Let's for, choke you. I'm all high, hopped up on like, cocaine. Do you like to, you like to be choked? The whole thing is weird. The whole thing was crazy. It's just, it sucks because unfortunately for John Jones' past, 
when new stuff like this happens, you automatically assume that he did it just because you, you can see oh, yeah. him doing it. Of course. You know, no matter what it is these days, but <laughs> it's just under law, you are not guilty and proven in, until proven you're innocent, or whatever the fuck guilty. it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're not guilty. All right. So um, also on this card, uh, Jeff Neal versus Nico Price. I don't know Nico. Isn't he the guy that like... You don't know Nico Price? I know him from the elbows. That he, he beat he? Alan Joban. Yeah, yeah, he beat Alan. He's a guy from... Isn't the guy from Naples that knocked the guy out with those elbows to the... He beat the guy from Long Island, that big tall black dude from Long Island with like he crazy beat, uh, elbows. Yeah, fuck, I forgot his name. But he beat him from the bottom. Yeah, he was, yeah. Like, he was on pretty, top. Yeah, that was, that was pretty awesome. He, Nico's a big underdog in this fight, so I think that's a pretty good bet to make. I don't know anything about Jeff Neal. He's a big, Jeff Neal is a big, like, hulking black dude. He doesn't, he doesn't fight that often, but he looks very, very dominant in all of his fights. Uh, so it's, it's going to be a tough fight. It's going to be probably one of the best fights on the card for sure. It's in Canada, so they put a lot of Canadians on this card. Like OAM, who I thought was going to be the next champion this week. Yeah, man. He just kind of like, it, it like, not fizzled, but like, eh. Yeah, he's just He's not, there. Right, but, right, but, but he's there. But he, at a certain point, he was looking like he was going to be yeah. the next big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, speaking of Canada, Kevin Lee left Vegas, is now training at TriStar. Good. Interesting. He thinks that GSP will take him under his wing, Ooh. and he'll learn a lot from GSP. Probably the uh, best move for him, dude. I mean, that's a fucking brilliant move. Either way, even if it's not the best move for him, or even if it's not a good fit, like anytime you can go and get GSP to teach you some tricks, well, yeah, he, it's a good idea. Basically, that him and uh, him and uh, GSP are kind of not similar fighters, but have a lot of the same. So that Faraz will be able to kind of work with him good. Well, I mean, think about it. Both wrestlers, both jujitsu black belts, good, like, solid striking. Oh, is this Caitlin Neal? Hey, how's it going? Hey, you're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me. Uh, you're here with the Ween Dog yep. and my man Tyler Smith. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, I watched some of your fights. So Caitlin Neal is a girl who came to my show. Uh, gorgeous girl. I mean, you see her, you're like, this, this is a 10. A yeah. 10 out of 10. Yeah. And she comes, and then uh, at the show, I was like, do you have a boyfriend? She said that she had gotten broken up with two days before. Two, oh. day, two days before, right? And I go, what happened? And she said the guy was a, a dick, but she wouldn't really go into it. But this is how hot this girl is. Other fighters that were there were like, I'll date you, I'll date you, I'll date you. And then afterwards, they were chasing her out. Of, of the comedy club to get her number. That's not surprising. Uh, someone succeeded, right? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I guess I should thank you for that. Um, there's been a couple of them that are still like trying to contact me to this day. They've been DMing me and uh, Snapchatting me. <laughs> nice. And how, and how I mean, is, are, are, are they being cool with the Snapchats? Or are they being kind of inappropriate or what's going on? No, they're cool. I mean, I'm not really saying anything back to them, but they're still still just trying. Oh, so you're just letting them hang? You're just letting them sit in the DM the DM friend zone? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's fine. It's, you don't owe them shit. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're also from like Utah. Those guys are all from Sacramento, right? A bunch of like Team Alpha Male guys. So uh, it was- yeah, they're not anywhere close. I think. A couple of them are from England, and then a couple is in like Denver or something. Oh yeah, right, right, yeah, right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. Well, you are a very beautiful lady. Uh, your nickname is Katniss. Uh, fi- I watched a bunch of your fights. They're actually hard to they're hard hard to watch. You have great kicks. Your kicks are perfect. 
and <laughs> a lot of your fights are very were very close. Uh, you almost they they could have went your way. A couple, you could easily be six and two right now. Yeah, I I would agree, but it just happens that way. Yeah, well, it's okay. It's okay. Now, when uh, where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in Utah, so I'm still in Utah. Mm, all right. You grew up in Utah. Now, were you a, a, a Mormon, or did you have a lot of... What was it like growing up in Utah? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a Mormon. Um, I am probably a little less active now than I was, but I claim that as my religion. Nice. Nice. Now, Mormons get a bad rap, because you think, like, sister wives and all that stuff, but that's, that's not how it, like, really goes down, right? Yeah, no, my... I only had one mom. Mm. My dad only had one wife. And uh, we don't have horns. Nothing weird like that. Nice. <laughs> Pretty normal people. Dude, all the Mormons I know, I was in, when I was in the Marine Corps, we had a, we had a sister company in Utah. Um, and we would do like training with them. Mm-hmm. And they were the coolest guy, like the best guys, salt of the earth people. Sweet nice. People. Like they were just like, they're the best. They're the best. So shout out to the Mormon community. Love you guys. So what made you become a fighter? Because, I mean, you, it seems like you had a really nice childhood. Uh, you went to college. You're, you're really like, inspirational. How did, how, did, how did fighting happen? Yeah, so I did dance and gymnastics growing up, and um, I loved competing. And then once I got into college, I didn't make the cheer team, so that really sucked. But I still wanted to, like, be active and do sports and then my friends took me to some fights my first year of college and I was like I'm gonna do that and then I started training and then here I am almost eight years later I saw your fight against Shannon Sin you look great in that fight you uh you definitely now Shannon has huge boobs by the way very attractive woman uh (laughs) but it was am, am I right I mean was that distracting at all during your fight with her no don't really pay attention to her boobs. I think I actually kicked her a couple times, which was a little oh, uncomfortable. You kicked her. You kicked her. Other implants? than that, I didn't really pay attention. Wow. Now I'm looking at you in 2009. Uh, you did the 10 year challenge, and you look like uh, what happened here? You look like you're like a 70 year old cougar at like an airplane bar. Oh my god! And, and, but now you're like super ripped and <laughs> Utah, uh, Utah happened. Yeah. How did this happen? <laughs> this is Utah style right there. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of a Utah thing where we'd like poof out our hair, loop the bangs to the side, pluck our eyebrows a bunch. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Now, I, okay, now I'm looking at your fight you had. You and your boy, your ex-boyfriend fought on, on the same card back in January. Was this the guy mm-hmm. that broke up with you? Um, yeah, well, I actually broke up with him. But, uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, we fought on the same card and both got first round TKOs. It was kind of cool. You guys are wearing the same underwear in this picture. Uh, <laughs> like, how, like I'm, I'm sure, come on, what is this? How did this happen? Uh, and, um, so I love Ellen DeGeneres, and every single time I weigh in, I wear her underwear. And since me and him are fighting on the same card, I bought him a pair to make sure that, or to like make him do that, which I didn't think he was going to, so I'm surprised he actually fell, or followed through, but... Wow. That's kind of the story behind that. Wow. I didn't know that Ellen had her own underwear. Maybe that, maybe you should do that. Wow. Do yeah, a, the I, Adam I Hunter underwear? And then I'm looking at your Hunter age, wear? 19 to 26, where you're about to like eat an entire baked thing. And then, I mean, this was oh. like, like, wow, you really are inspirational. You're, look at you. 
Like, uh, uh, talk delicious. to me. <laughs> what am I eating? Is that what are you saying? It looks like, like a like a like a brookie cake brown, some kind of dessert with yeah. sprinkles and frosting. So it's oh, it, is it like a cake? Looks yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah. So you said to become the baddest version of yourself, start by owning your past. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Respect the present and defining your future. I like that. <laughs> to define your future is by putting you in the driver's seat of your life. Start by deciding, what do you really want? Will the idea of reaching that goal keep you up all night and make you excited to wake up in the morning? Yeah, that's true. Will it give you your life a sense of purpose fulfillment? That's how you know it's something to worth, worth working for. I like that. Do the small actions every day. Look at you. How did you get to, uh, did, you, did you write all this? Did you come up with it yourself or did you steal this? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I wrote all that, but I also have like a team of people that like I kind of bounce ideas off of. I love it. You are tough. You are resilient. You are worthy of living a fulfilling life. You are bad. I love that. Look at that. It's dope. It's inspirational. It is, right? Yeah, good role model. It makes me want to go out and like, do something good with my life. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be hard dating you, though. Like, like, do you, are guys like, I had a terrible day at work, and then you give them some kind of like speech? Yeah, that's what I do. I just try to inspire <laughs> them right then and there. Okay, fine. You don't do that. All right, so you, you did come to my <laughs> show, which was awesome. Uh, you're doing great. Although her manager was there, and I was like, when's your next fight? And she's like, October. And he's like, no, it's September. Like, she didn't even know when your next fight is. When is your next fight? <laughs> it's September. I said September, and he said October. Oh. And I, like, looked, I was very confused. But, yeah, it's September, hopefully on LFA again, is what we're shooting for. They're just trying to find a girl right now. Nice. And uh, who do you want to fight? Um, I'll basically fight anyone there's a girl that um i can't remember her name right now i would have to look it up but she was on the ultimate fighter and she got cut from the ufc and so i'd like to fight her just to kind of test myself since she has fought on that level got it i feel like it would kind of prove where i'm at and then what uh belt do you uh belt yeah like jiu-jitsu um i actually haven't tested for any belts yet Every single time we do testing, I'm either injured or out of town or like something weird is happening. But my coach did say that he would let me test for my blue and purple at the same time. So hopefully that'll nice. happen within the next like probably hopefully before my next fight. Nice. And, but, and, so, and, hypothetically a purple, but not necessarily not, not for real. And, and your and your background is, is mostly kicking and punching. Uh, my background, I kind of just started everything at once. So, but I really enjoy kicks. I think that may have come from being a cheerleader. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Now like how- just throwing head kicks all day or what? <laughs> now, how many, how many, because uh, I see you post a lot of fitness videos, and which is great, super motivating, inspiring. How many inappropriate, like, dick pics do you get a day? <laughs> I actually don't really, um, never mind. I, on, so Instagram is pretty clean. Nobody really says anything on there or like sends me weird things. It's that dirty um, old Snapchat. But Facebook. Whoa. I get like. Really? Facebook? A month. It's, it's really. Just a yeah, bunch of like, like 50 year old dads or something. Like who's still using Facebook to send dick pics? That's terrible. It's probably my dad. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's definitely Joe's the older dad. demographic. That's horrible. <laughs> 
Now, I like what I like about you though is like you, is that you have a picture of you in your bedroom, uh, which by the way your your carpet needs a little bit of clean, but okay. And then you also <laughs> um, you have a picture of you in the in the ring, and you say feminine in, in both. And I agree. Like I have a daughter, mm-hmm. and uh, I would love for her to do like uh, some kind of combat jujitsu or wrestling or something. And I don't think you are less feminine because you were in a fight. Like, you know, you could be feminine in both. I completely agree with that, by the way. Absolutely. So. Well, good. Nice I feel you. like I'm always constantly having to, like, remind people that I am, like, still a girl even though I fight. Yeah. I have a question. What's your question? Oh, uh, hey, it's me, Ween Dog. Uh, I know, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of me, but my question is... Uh, so you're, you're an MMA fighter, and you train with a bunch of MMA dudes who are probably all jacked and in very uh, good physical shape. My, but my question is, are you attracted to that, or are you more attracted to the new dad bod, which is hot right now? You know, dad bod, meaning you're not that in, in good of a shape. You know, you're kind of flabby. You got man boobs, you know. But, you know, so what is it? Do you, are you more attracted to the jacked dudes, or are you more attracted to the <laughs> natural dad bod? So I'm kind of more attracted to athletic. Oh, oh my god! I just lost all the fans. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Not like steroids, like jacked out of their mind, but like athletic. But, yeah, they do well and for then, themselves. I don't, I don't know about the dad bod. I, I, it's, that wouldn't like completely shut me down from like dating someone. It's more about. Personality. Oh, you're lying. First of all, these guys that were hitting on her, they were all like six foot three. And then you should have thought you said they were Team Alpha Male guys. Well, not (laughs) dumb. There was like competing. There was the guys from England, and then there was Team Alpha Male. They were competing for her her, her number. But I saw the way she was looking at these big guys. Like her eyes lit up, and she started getting all red in the face and like twirling her pigtails, right? Isn't that kind of what happened? No. You have like a like a middleweights and up rule or something. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So. Um. Yeah. And speaking of that show, so I didn't realize that you. I kind of thought that you like invited me because I have like a decent following, and maybe I would like post about it or something, and like give you a little bit like of a name. I didn't realize that I was going into there, and you did your research on me, and I was gonna get my ass. Roasted. <laughs> well, this is MMA roasted. Like, okay. what did you think was gonna happen? Oh, you think you think I was using you to for me to raise my stature? Oh, wow, someone's a little full of themselves. Wow. Okay, <laughs> damn. Well, no, like that's what I get reached out all like all the time. No, I was reaching out to you because you seem like a, you seem like a cool person and a sweetheart, and I wanted you to enjoy a comedy show. You I just was wanted like, to see if you knew uh, how to take a joke. Yeah, I, I wasn't reaching out to you to like. And then, then I, but then when you said you come, I was like, oh, who is this person? And I was like, oh shit, she's a decent, a good fighter. Uh, you know, and you know, and you're like, wow, this is very attractive. I'm a, look, I'm a married, I'm a very, ma- I'm, I'm, I'm already spoken <laughs> very for. Very married man. So I'm a very married man. Uh, so I have to be careful of my words here. But I wasn't trying to use you to get fucking followers. But get over yourself, there, Miss <laughs> Fucking Caitlin Katniss. I didn't know. I didn't know. I would never do that. I, that's not my. That's not my style. If I wanted more followers, I think I'd have Wean Dog and Tyler as my co-host. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So, no. The answer is no. It's people, it's people I like, and you seem like a nice person and a cool person, and so I'm an interesting person, so I was like, oh, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Plus, you started off your career 0-2, and, and then you came back and you, uh, you won four out of your next six fights, and I thought that was really cool, because a lot of people start out 0-2, and, and they go, fuck this, this is not my kind of sport. And the fact and, that you, and then they go zero and three. Whatever, the, Tyler, the <laughs> fact that you're a hero. Okay, you're a war hero. You're a, you're a, you're, a, you're a god amongst men. But but uh, listen, Caitlin, I, I thought that was actually really cool, and I think that a lot of people listening to this 
you know, that they, they, they maybe have losing records or they started losing, and then you're an example of someone who didn't quit. So that's really cool. Yeah, no, it was hard to not quit and to actually, like, keep going and, like, believe that I belonged there, but I kind of just stuck with mm -hmm. it, changed a few things, and pushed through it, so. What did, what, you, what did you change? Glad you recognize that. What were, what, some, that? what were some of the things that you changed? Um, mainly my mindset. I would kind of just, like, hang back and be less aggressive, so my coaches really worked on being more aggressive with me and trying to bring that out. I'm just not naturally that aggressive of a person. Mm. Yeah. Did you have amateur fights? Yeah. Yeah. How many, how many amateur fights uh, did you have? I had eight amateur fights. Two of those were Muay Thai. Oh, nice. Damn. And what was your amateur record? Um, six and two. Okay. Yeah. So you had tasted a little bit of both before you went pro, but it's st still, it's like, it's, it's rough to, to start out that way, you know, like, yeah, especially like a, you know, a nice girl from Utah who's a captain of the cheerleading team who's used to success, success, success. And, you know, all guys are all hitting on you and telling you what you want to hear and laughing at your bad jokes. So, um, you know, it's tough. It's tough. But, uh, but you persevered. Yeah. And uh, we like you here on the MMA Roasted <laughs> Podcast. And I would never use you for your followers. <laughs> so, uh, listen, but speaking of which, where can people follow you? Yeah, um, I'm at Caitlin Katniss on Twitter. And then I'm way more active on Instagram. And that's Caitlin Katniss MMA. I'm sure if you type in Katniss, I'll pop up because Caitlin's spelled a little differently. Got it. Well, thank you for taking time out of your day to be on the podcast. Uh, we're big. I'm a big fan of yours, honestly. Yeah. Can I can I get a Katniss? T do you have T-shirts for sale or anything? Um. Yeah. Totally. I'll send you one. Just shoot me your address. Nice. I will. I will. Yeah. Any Any more questions for the the Katniss? Uh, is your nickname from the Hunger Games? Yeah, it is. Cool. All right. Yeah. Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> yeah, dude. Shout out. <laughs> All right. It's kind of a long story. I don't know if you want me to go. No, it's it, okay. <laughs> thank you very much. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, thank you guys so much. Uh, thanks for. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me. And I think you're super funny. So I, I really enjoy following you on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm glad that I could go to your show. Anytime, anytime. Take care, Caitlin. All Good right, luck on the fight. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. Yeah. Cool girl. All right, yeah, cool girl, fun, sweet, laid back, hot, decent hot. fighter. Yeah, good fighter. Good fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good fighter with with some uh, some down luck. A lot of upside. Yeah. Well, also it's hard when you start like, dude, that's tough, man. It's tough. Nineteen years old, you're like, I'm gonna become an MMA fighter because I didn't make the cheerleading team. Yeah. You know, whereas like you're fighting up against people that started jiu-jitsu at four. Yeah. Right. Uh, or wrestling or at wrestling, six. wrestling, yeah, exactly. Or even boxing at 11 or something. Yeah, some golden gloves. That's the thing, like, you could get your first your first fight could be some golden gloves champion who was a wrestler, like Cody Garbrandt, you yeah. know, like, oh, yeah, cool, I drew Cody Garbrandt my first fucking pro fight. Like, that sucks. Whoever you are, that sucks for you. It does suck. Uh, some other news since we started, that the, uh, the Bell you heard about the, the Bellator tournament? No. Oh. Yo, the Bellator has a... We're, we're fantastic uh, MMA hosts. Yeah, it actually looks... Yeah. Bellator, <laughs> the best. Yeah, so no, informed. So Bellator started... Um, they got this big tournament coming up. Uh, and I... I oh, let me see. Is it heavyweight? No, it's weight? 135. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Let's go. Bellator, hold on. 
tournament. And uh, my band's in it. A lot of them. Uh, Georgie Karakanyan's in it. Cool. Nice. Uh, Shout out to Georgie and Millennia. And then, um, were you here when he did the, the podcast, Georgie? Yeah, when he was in your apartment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was him and the With other... His cats? Or his name. Yeah, yeah the For cats. For your cats? Yeah, cats. Your cats. What's his name? Also, uh, Caldwell's in it. Hold on. Oh, Darian, yes. Uh, let me see if I got this. So, 16-man, okay. 16-man featherweight Grand Prix. Uh, the first matchup is Sam Cecilia versus Pedro Cavajo. Ooh. Daniel Strauss versus Derek Campos. Ooh. Pat Curran versus Adam Borix. Oh, shit. Emmanuel right. Sanchez versus Taiwan Clayton Claxton. He's a guy that, like, throws those, like, flying knees yeah, from, like, yeah, yeah. the walkout and lands them. Uh, and then... <laughs> Uh, Pitbull versus Juan Archuleta. Oh, yes. That's on September 28th. Uh, September 7th is the first one in San Jose. This is in Inglewood. That's a title fight, though, September isn't it? September 28th. Or is that part of the tournament? I think it's part of the tournament. Juan Archuleta versus Pitbull. No, because Pitbull's a double champ. But it, I think this is the other Pitbull. This is Patricio. Yeah. Which is the other one. Yeah. No, no. He's fighting, he's fighting the... Uh, Archuleta's fighting for the title, dude. Uh... Oh, this isn't all the tournament? Is I don't it, think so. It said, shortly after Bellator presented Coker named, the first round battles take place across two cards in September, and the matchups are as follows. Uh, like I said, the Cecilia, Carvajal, Strauss, Campos, Curran, Adam Borix, who's 13-0, Manuel Sanchez versus Taiwan Claxton. Then on September 28th, it's uh, Pitbull versus Juan Archuleta, AJ McKee versus Georgie. Damn. Uh, Darian Caldwell versus Henry Corrales. Ooh. And Daniel Weichel versus Saul Rogers. Dude, these are some good fights. Yeah. All right, Bellator, I see you. Uh, Finally. Who do I think is going to win this? I don't know. It's going to be... Uh, Caldwell is going to be tough to beat. He's going to be tough to beat. I, I mean, I'm going to go with my boy Juan Artruleta because I've been a fan since day one. Yeah. And I think he has all the, all the skills necessary. He's definitely got the work ethic. He's with he's with TJ in that camp with all those crazy dudes in the yeah. fucking garage. So there's something there. The great of Sam Cecilia just knocks everyone out. Just wins yeah, I gotta thing. love Sam Cecilia. Uh, Daniel Strauss also. Uh, this is a big a big redemption for him. Yes. Uh, I don't know, man. I got Georgie because he's the only fighter that I've met in person. Well, in that's that a good. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I'm not normally a biased uh, picker, but I like Georgie. Yeah, yeah, of course. George you always have to be biased. Like, if you have a, a person, like, it doesn't matter who Vince is fighting, I'm going to go, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. I'm going to go Vince, Vince Michelle. Back, like, by the way. I texted him. Fuck you, him. Vince. I don't know what's going on with All him. All the fame is getting to his head, oh, dude. Oh, oh, I think big so. time. That's From hell, Michelle, look at me. I beat Roosevelt Roberts, put a one on his record. I'm so fancy. I know, dude. They James, James, Vick, right James Vick announced that he's, he's moving up. And wait? Yeah. Good. Oh, yeah, yeah, but like... He fucking gets knocked out dead. So it's not going to help putting another 15 pounds behind uh, maybe those fists. He won't have to actually... Yeah, I mean, maybe you won't have to cut as much, and, and that might have something to do with like getting Ooh. hit, like when he gets hit. Like yeah. the weight cut definitely affects that. That's one thing that a lot of people don't think about or know. It's like the weight cut will affect your ability to take a punch mm -hmm. for sure, because you just don't have that water in your body. There's not enough fluid in your brain moving around. And your body's drained. So it's like worried about all these other things. So when you get hit, it's like, fuck, yeah, we're, we're, we're done. Speaking of which, three fighters <laughs> missed weight for the PFL today. Oy. Ramsey Nijem, stripper Come Ramsey. Come on, Ramsey. Uh, so he's out. Uh, lightweight Carlos Silva was three pounds heavy. Mm -hmm. And um, 
Featherweight, Gazi Robin, Rabadanov, fail to make weight, so they're out. Wow, so then all three guys get to advance. Why wouldn't you? I mean, look, you're fighting for a million dollars. Exactly. Why would you? I would completely, I'd only fight guys that miss weight. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. And then Juan Adams and Greg Hardy buried the hatchet. That was rough. I, was, I thought Juan was going was gonna to light him up. Me too, oh, dude. Man. I hate when that happens. That, it, was, it was rough. And the bagel boss is now rough. training with Ally Akinta. I saw that. <laughs> That's hilarious. I saw that. Dude, too. I saw that. That's Chris fucking Weidman. awesome. He's got a fight coming up. The Weidman? bagel boss? Yeah. Whoa, are you fucking serious? <laughs> He's doing celebrity boxing. Weidman? He's a celebrity? No. He signed with celebrity boxing. Wait, the bagel the bagel the, boss? The bagel guy? boss is fighting oh, in celebrity yes. boxing. How, who's he gonna fight? They don't know yet. Fucking Aquafina? CB Gold. He's gonna fight Beetlejuice from Howard Stern. They, they were saying that. Are you serious? They were saying that he might fight Shuli. From Howard Stern. Wow. But yeah, the bagel boss is fighting. That's He's going to fight deep from Willy Wonka. <laughs> <That's Look, laughs> Weidman does have a fight coming up. Who? Chris Weidman. Who's Weidman, Dom Reyes. Dominic Dom Reyes. Reyes. 205 debut. Oh, I hope Chris wins. Oh, that's a rough fight. To, to Ooh, that's a rough fight. Reyes just lost to Volcan, though, right? No, he just beat Volcan, didn't he? Well, it was, it was I like thought a, he beat him. I think it was just like a split decision, maybe. Damn, maybe it was. But most of Maybe the people had it for Vulcan. I'm not sure. And Hold Uncle on. Creepy is not doing stand-up comedy. Awesome. He'll be at the Dime on Tuesday night. You're cool. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, what do we got coming up, Joe? Go follow me on Instagram, at the Ween Dog, T-H-E, no space, W-E-E-N-D-A-W-G. And you? Um gonna start training in the next couple weeks not gonna be not gonna be competing in August due to the stupid uh, being old and having a shit back. Thank you, Marine Corps Jiu-Jitsu. Um, yeah, not much, dude. Just working. And uh, if you wanna, if you wanna give me a follow, you wanna train a little bit of Jiu-Jitsu with me, Smithero BJJ S M I T H B S M I T H E R O B J J on Instagram. I love it. I love it. And I will be um, at the Long Beach Laugh Factory tomorrow night, Friday night, uh, coming up at the Improv on Monday night. Uh, that's this Monday night coming up. Um, I think that's the twenty, what, the twenty eighth, uh, 29th. And then um, doing the hot, uh, opening up for Russell Peters in Biloxi, Mississippi, August sixteenth. Nice. Nice, opening up. They for let Russell. Russell Peters in Mississippi. Yeah. All right. Opening up for him again at the MGM <laughs> National Harbor in Maryland on August seventeenth. Looney Bin Comedy Club in Little Rock, August twenty first to twenty fourth. Tommy T's in Rancho Cordova. All my sack people. August 30th and 31st, Edmonton, Canada, September 4th to the 8th, and then uh, House of Comedy in Phoenix, Arizona, September 18th to the 22nd. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, take care and bye bye. Traps on some trap, don't 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 some tr